0: hello everybody welcome to the i disagree podcast i am jordan coburn
1: buy sell dividends
0: oh today we're talking about gamestop everybody we have we recently got a criticism that we do not do our research so guess what steve and i did research for this episode
1: did we ever
0: and uh, even though that stands in direct contradiction to the title, like the redditors, we are trolls now. indeed. indeed, it's all very meta and full circle. How are you doing, Steve? <laughs> I'm
1: chilling. I'm chilling. I got I got, a, I, got a, I got a I got they had a two ninety nine dollar bottle of a uh, Cabernet at the uh, the fresh and final and uh it is worth every uh two hundred ninety nine pennies of that
0: yeah yeah literal pennies how do you feel about the three buck chuck you think they're getting greedy on you
1: you know what i hate is when motherfuckers say that they're like oh it's 2.99 bitch it's three dollars stop with that stop with
0: that yeah yeah you know as someone that now works as a copywriter by the way everyone i got a job i forgot to say that thank you uh i'm a copywriter for for a branding and advertising agency uh but that is definitely that's the go-to steve you can really say anything if you put a 99 on the end of it isn't that crazy mm-hmm. Guess you know what? they don't do that
1: they don't do that in other countries i remember tourists when i was selling like products to tourists on the beach in hawaii they come up and be like
0: wait eh. can, you, can you explain more what that looks like you selling products to tourists on the beach? What is
1: I had a trench coat and I had uh, <laughs> yeah. several different uh, styles of uh, Rolex watches allegedly. Uh,
0: yeah. Yes, yes, amazing. You're you just a, a whole sweaty ass mark just a trench coat in the humid hot Hawaii beaches. Love it. What what were you selling?
1: I was I was really selling like uh Maui gym sunglasses and uh like all natural uh sunscreen and shit and umbrella Cabanas for tourists and shit to lay out on the beach. Like you'd rent them the cabana, and, you'd, and while they're up there renting the cabana, you'd be like, "Hey, you want to buy some three hundred dollars sunglasses?" And they'd be like, "Yes," and they'd give you three hundred dollars. You'd be like, "It's three hundred and twelve and seventy four cents." They'd be like, "Where did the twelve seventy four come from?" And I'm like, "Tax, motherfucker! Welcome to America!"
0: Wow, wow. Were you like self employed?
1: No, no, no. I for
0: a- <laughs> I'm just imagining Steve just sourcing all of these on this. <laughs> <third one. laughs> Okay, so you're you're paid by uh, what a resort company or who was squeezing this this labor out of you? Yeah,
1: so it was it was these hotels like Sheratons and stuff that are on the beach, and they have little properties out front by the beach that they rent out to different companies. And so these companies come in and they ha- they work these little stands and then the stands like tourists will come up. They can sell them surf lessons. They can sell them umbrella cabanas. They can sell them $300 sunglasses, whatever. And I was one of the guys like behind the counter, trying to trying to milk them dividends.
0: Amazing. So, so this is what they do, right? They buy them for $5. They put them in the hotel room itself for $400. Okay. And then they put old Steve out on the beach. Not directly related as far as they know, for $300, they say, hey, look at this, $100 off. And then they wind up getting the glasses. Is that how? Is yep. that how it is?
1: That is how it works with everything but the sunglasses. I am brand loyal to Maui Jim, and I will tell you, a $299 pair of Maui Gyms in Honolulu, Hawaii is going to cost $299 in San Diego, California, and it's going to cost $299 in Columbus, Ohio. Wow,
0: I'll tell amazing. You that. amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh... That's pretty fun. That makes sense that you were in sales.
1: Oh, it was not, the best job ever.
0: Yeah, ever. not in a bad way. Just, just because you're, you're like a legitimate, you know, you're like a, a likable guy, you know. Hey,
1: just buy my wares, you know. I'm just, yeah. uh, I'm just a tradesman.
0: Yeah, just a tradesman. All right. Well, everyone, uh, that's a little bit of Steve's employment history. And uh, all right, we have a very exciting show today, because uh, as, as has been said we're going to talk about the shit that everyone's talking about right now although i will say it's one of these it's almost like it's it's it should it is a massive story but it did kind of cycle in and out of the news like relatively quickly it seems a little bit think?
1: i feel like well, well, I, I, I feel like everybody's still talking about it on right. social media i don't, that, I don't know what's what going I mean. on in the, the networks
0: yeah that's kind of what i mean like like on my you know apple news app or whatever i have to scroll and scroll and scroll to finally see like something on it although there is just so many other breaking news stories like navalny for example we're we got to talk about him at some point too jesus anyways we should just get started we got too much shit to do all right let's get started everybody all right let's start the warm-up All right, everybody, this is the warm-up. This is the section where our patrons uh, write in some warm-up topics for us that they'd like Steve and I to talk about. And I just gotta say thank you to our patrons. Uh, We have a lot of fun on our meet and greets. We got one coming up this Saturday. Uh, Happens every other week. We've got just a cool community of people there that are like, I don't know, they're just the best. They're really the best. And we appreciate you a lot. And all our former patrons are patrons to be anybody that even listens to this show we appreciate you uh our warm-up today comes from linda Alanis, and last week we had mentioned this warm-up it's it's the question of whether or not we are for bidets or not and and uh, we didn't do it last week because we thought we already talked about it turns out we only talked about it on a meet and greet so it is fair game here we go what do we think about bidets steve
1: You know, I have never experienced one in person, but the concept alone, uh, oh, please give my asshole as much love and attention and affection as possible, please.
0: Okay. Okay. You know,
1: I don't, I don't endorse everything the French do, but I think they have some good (laughs) ideas about cheese and butthole maintenance.
0: Right. So you're just saying you want some like freedom toilets. Yeah. Right. None you know? of this bidet shit. None of this silent tea. Hey,
1: you know what? Call it whatever you want to call it. You could you could call it a commie commode as long as it's shooting cold hot cold water up in my butthole. I'm I'm happy.
0: Okay, here's the thing though: bidets are so high tech now. You can control the water temperature. You can have warm water shooting up your butthole. What do you think is better? I don't know. Part of me thinks the warm water would kind of have like a float tank effect, where like you can't discern. <laughs> what's poo and what's bidet (laughs) you can't really discern reality from like dreams you know Uh yeah but wait, hold on
1: you you have you have experienced a bidet before
0: yes i have only at other people well in las vegas they have uh bidets in some of the hotels and that is really great
1: They, I guess they don't have bidets at the Golden Nugget, because that's the only place I stay when I'm there.
0: No, they <laughs> don't. Because they if don't. there was ever a, a Golden Nugget to wash away, it would be at the Golden Nugget. But here they are with their fucking, you know, whatever. I don't have to go into some hack toilet paper bit, but it's horrible, their situation. And then they have the amazing bidets. But I will tell you, the, the, the Vegas bidets, you know, they just impress you just by the fact that they have a bidet. But there are bidets, okay? There are bidets that have built-in air dryers, seated. Shut look.
1: your mouth, Jordan. Yeah,
0: yeah. Built-in air dryers. Okay. Built-in seat warmers. Built-in temperature controllers. Built-in pressure. Controllers. like a car wash. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> there's like there's also a stoplight that it comes with that sits in the corner of your bathroom. <laughs> tells you when to squat and stand uh the, the the drying mode you just slowly like stand up
1: until well, I mean, if you, if you get over $12 of gasoline they'll clean your asshole for free <laughs>
0: yeah. oh my god the, okay i do think though i also wait also m- my last and probably favorite feature led night lights for when you're trying to piss in the middle of the night
1: Okay, that's not a bidet though. That's just the tricked out toilet.
0: Yeah, that's true. Part of me was like, I just want to go and buy LED sticks right now and just put them under my regular toilet. I like
1: that. But tell me how the bidet. Is it is it all it's cracked up to be?
0: Oh, it is all it's cracked up to be, Steve. (laughs) It is the best. It is so so nice. So how does the, the aim work on it?
1: Like how does it know exactly where your butthole is?
0: Well, it, I mean, it,
1: do you have to position? Like, does it hit your cheek first? You're like, oh, I gotta slide over and catch that breeze.
0: You know, the butthole is a simple man. Really, if you just, <laughs> Preach. If, you, if you just get it, if you get it really at any angle, it's kind of a thing that's like hard to fuck up, you know, because of the the angle of a butt. Wherever the water hits, as long as it's like close to the target, you don't need a bullseye. Hmm.
1: See, I would have thought that the butthole only makes up at best three percent of the butt. An aim would be an issue. But you're saying, ah, it's all gravy. It gets there.
0: and eh, I mean, I think it's more so the fact that, like, your butthole is just very much in the hole of the toilet. So, really, like... It is like, pretty centered, up. Huh? Yes. So, it's kind of like the angle of it, I don't think makes too much of a difference. Because, like, when everyone's sitting on a toilet, all assholes are equal. You know? They're pretty much at the same level, really. So, there's no not much adjustment necessary. Have we talked
1: already about how China poops?
0: <laughs> yes, I can't believe the answer is yes, but yes, <laughs> it's the so, same as the, it's the same as the French. Do the French poop like that too? At least in the French public bathrooms, they do. Which is the, of course, the fancy ass public French bathroom. You're talking about like the side rails where you kind of like lower yourself and hold yourself and like squat.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about. Oh no! The Chinese will. and i don't know if this is everybody in china okay here's a here's a little story okay it wasn't me i want to be clear it wasn't me and when i found out about it i was like dude what the fuck is wrong with you so at this old place i used to work right Mm -hmm. me and uh a guy that worked in like the next office over we would kind of like take our shits at the same time every day, like about 1 13. We always find ourselves in the bathroom together. And just, we were kind of like doo doo brothers, you know what I mean? We'd see each other's feet <laughs> on the other side of the stall and we'd be texting each other, like, you pooping? Yeah, I'm pooping, dog. We're getting yes. in there, you know, it's time, you know. And we'd send each other memes like, uh, you know, if I'm on the clock, I'm getting paid to poop, you know, that kind of thing. Like, just I love sticking that. It,
0: sticking take, it to the man. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> also, I like the doo doo brothers as like a very bowel centric <laughs> doobie brothers. Great. Exactly. (laughs) So he stumbled
1: across this mystery. And I want to reiterate this was not me. And I condemned him for this. He said, because this guy would poop two or three times a day, and I would too sometimes. And sometimes I weren't even poops. I'm just getting in there to get in there, you know. Sure, sure, sure,
0: sure. I think anything past three would be greedy, unless you're a vegan. You could (laughs) always have the vegan defense. But he was (laughs) why? Because because it just goes right through him. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey, I eat what comes out basically. What do you think's gonna happen? It's all—it's meant to be a slip and slide. That is why I eat this way. It <laughs> just mixes it around, doesn't it? Yes. Anyway,
1: so he noticed that because it got to the point where he was shitting so much that he could recognize other coworkers by their shoes when they were shitting in the stall next to him. Wow. <laughs> And there was one coworker. He said that the guy would come in and he didn't know who it was and he couldn't figure out who the fuck it was. And the guy would come into the stall next to him and he'd hear like his pants coming down and shit. And then he'd look under and his feet would disappear.
0: Ah, what the
1: fuck is going on? What what is going on? And he, (laughs) and he never like hung around to figure out what it was.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know how you could.
1: (laughs) Well, that's where the, it gets really interesting. (laughs) so this guy decided I feel like if I tell the story, people are going to think it's me and I'm doing one of those things where it's like, Oh, it was a friend. (laughs) No, it was not fucking me. Okay. The guy's like, I am going to get to the bottom of this fucking mystery. So what he did was next time he was in there and he saw the guy come in and he saw the guy's like feet disappear. He gets up and pulls up his pants Cause he's done with this shit, right? But as he's pulling up his pants, he's got his phone in his hand, and he was able no. to see who it was. Okay, wait, wait. Yeah, not cool. Not no. cool. No, not cool. No. But it turned out it was a Chinese intern, and that's oh. how they poop over there.
0: What? Well, okay, please tell me there was more research involved before making that statement definitively. Oh, that's how the Chinese poop because I got one <laughs> image after i was trying to capture it (laughs) with my moving cell phone so it was the whole the photo was probably blurry there was no way he got a clear photo
1: i mean i didn't i i didn't look you know what i mean but (laughs) i I, he identified who it was and i took his word on it you know what i mean but doing some research (laughs) they do poop differently over there and apparently it is the superior way to poop Okay. So so they'll do they'll pull their uh they'll pull their feet up onto the seat. Oh, that was the other part of the mystery, is we were trying to figure out why there are always fucking footprints on the toilet seat in that stall.
0: Oh my god.
1: (laughs) And so (laughs) despite his complete lack of morals and ethics, he did get to the bottom of this mystery. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Literally. I think that's that's something (laughs) that needs to be like implemented is a transportable squatty potty yeah it's like the
1: squatty potty exactly so like if you were to take a shit in the woods this is exactly how they would shit on a toilet like they climb up on the seat and their feet are on the seat and they're like squatting in their buttholes hovering directly over the commode and apparently that's just a way better way to shit it it, may clears it out faster it's just a healthier way to do it and we're over here in our western society thinking that we've been we've only been shitting since what 1776 we have no fucking idea what we're doing
0: (laughs) i like that angle (laughs) i love like i like the idea that somehow bringing your knees up to your ears makes it so your butthole is like hovering (laughs) like i think the the butthole would still be in the same position would it not it would just be like well
1: it's not touching it's no longer touching the seat you know what i'm saying
0: oh you see what i'm saying okay so like so like you're literally like you're all of your weight is on your feet
1: right and you're squatting Ah. standing on the toilet seat squatting down
0: right like uh like uh i think that's how like water births are executed yeah see yeah see Yes. Yeah, they're on to which something. Is, which is interesting because I feel like you could separate those two things. Like water is one thing, squatting is a different thing, but somehow it's all entailed in the other. But yes, I think that that's like <laughs> that's okay. Honestly, I like squatty potties, but I have to be in the right mindset to use it because I don't know if it's because I have go back.
1: Like, I thought squatty potties were for kids.
0: Wait, oh my god, Steve, come on. No what are we way. Talking- i thought That's it was like fair.
1: a buddy training thing what are we talking about are we talking about no. something different
0: oh wow i'm about to blow your butt there's a thing oh
1: there's more butt technology
0: oh yes i mean they're like it's the cheapest piece of plastic you could possibly make it's basically just like a step you know like the ones that like either children or old people depending on what side of the spectrum you're on having their kitchen when they need to like reach something easier Sure. And so it's it's basically that same height, and then it just is created to exist in a U-shape that you just like perfectly scoot next to your toilet, and then you just kind of like strap up and just put yourself on there, you know? And, ah, uh, okay, yeah. so
1: so they've found a workaround. They, they have incorporated the Chinese efficiency in terms of pooping, but they've also added some American uh, ingenuity so you don't have to get footprints on your toilet seat anymore. AKA- I love this
0: aka plastic yes hmm. and and basically it's like it's really easy to store because you just kind of like kick it all the way against the uh trunk of your toilet what is that part called the, uh, and then uh, <laughs> the, I don't stem, know. the stem i don't know and then it's like you could hardly even see it and so when you're peeing, you don't have to deal with it, pay no mind. And then when you have to shit, you just kind of like kick it out. You don't even have to use your hands because that's actually kind of disgusting. And yeah. then, yeah, you just sit and then it's basically like it's kind of it's it's uh apparently what it does is it unkinks the flow of your exactly. Uh, what, what would that be? What is that? What is that called? What is that the thing called? Small intestine,
1: maybe, or the large intestine.
0: Is it an the sphinct- intestine or, or the is sphincter? it? No, no, no. The sphincter. Apparently. Did you know the human body has like a fuck ton of sphincters? It better. Yeah. A sphincter <laughs> is basically just like a, like an opening that like adjusts itself to allow things like through. Isn't that crazy?
1: Wait. So the butthole, the mouth and what else?
0: I don't think the mouth is a sphincter. It adjusts itself. Yeah. But like the mouth like is a restingly open orifice. mmm I think a sphincter means, hey, guess what? We got shit on for not doing research. I'm going to look up sphincter. Does that make you happy? You better believe it does. I'm such a bitter host. I do a poor job, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. All right. Sphincter. Noun. A ring of muscle surrounding and serving to guard or close an opening or tube, such as the anus or the openings of the stomach. There you go. Um, but apparently it, it like makes it so the, the flow, like the uh, the excrement doesn't get, you know, kinked. It's like a kinked hose. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, yeah. ex- that's exactly the idea behind the superior Chinese method. That's great. Mm-hmm.
0: We should just start doing that, like consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do it sometimes, you know, but I'm making the commitment today. Do you own one? I used to when I was with Ryan, but I I let him uh, have the squatty potty and the split up.
1: Now is your butt hovering, or is it still touching the seat?
0: I mean, it, everything else is normal except your your feet are just brought up a little bit.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really easy.
1: It did occur to me that one of the drawbacks drawbacks to the the Chinese method is I don't think a bidet would work anymore if your butt hovering.
0: That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Oh no yeah you're right no
1: you're right you're <laughs> no, right, you're right. It, it still works with the squatty potty though the squatty yeah, potty works, is yeah. taking the best of both east meets west you know what i'm saying i love it
0: <laughs> beautiful all right well it's uh agreed upon then the right. day is worth thank you, linda. yes thank you linda all right let's get into our uh middle segment everyone i disagree male Okay, everybody. This is the section where you don't have to be a patron to participate. This is for anybody that listens and hears us say some shit and they're like, hey, that's fucked up, or that's dope. And then you can write into us and we read it on air and we talk about it. So this week, we've got a few actually. We even have an agree mail coming up, very exciting. Uh, and it's for Steve, which we love to see. It. I don't. But it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh okay. First one is coming at you from a Twitter user, so I'm just going to use their handle, and I hope that's okay, because they didn't ask for it to be anonymous. This is from at Canada 10 How do you feel about it, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Made you, in Canada- you are in
1: the top three countries in North America. Props. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Props, How are you- You're not even, like, nationalist. You're, like, continental. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Uh, here we go. Two, I disagree podcast. Hey, Julian here. Oh, oops, there we go. There's the name. (laughs) Julian here, fan of Mueller, Shiro and Daily Beans. Jordan is hilarious. Too bad you left. Thank you, Julian. I appreciate that. Steve, in a previous episode, you equated the accusations of voter suppression from the left to the election fraud accusations from the right. I just wanted to point out, you cannot compare the two. The difference is that Democrats had legitimate concerns about voter suppression, such as Trump firing the head of the USPS and replacing him with a lackey who then immediately began dismantling mail sorting machines and going as far as removing mailboxes from street corners, all in an effort to suppress mail voting. Exclamation point.
1: We're still doing the mailbox thing, guys.
0: Hey, let him finish. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. How can any reasonable person not be outraged by that, whereas Republicans baselessly screamed and are still screaming about election fraud with literally zero evidence? It's not a both sides issue. Also, you asked, do we have free and fair elections or not? As a Canadian looking in from afar, it seems maybe not completely.
1: Okay, fair enough. I mean... I, I don't know uh i I'd, I'd love to get prime minister blackface's opinion on that but
0: <laughs> okay oh, okay if i've, <laughs> okay. Ever, if low I've blow, ever i'm heard... sorry low blow, yeah, yeah. Low blow. <laughs> my god listen
1: come on I, i'm just i'm just shitting on you i love canada great country i've never <laughs> been to the west <laughs> Co- it is i've been i've been to montreal and toronto fucking awesome i haven't been to the west coast though i want to check out vancouver but yeah i'm just shitting on canada although i will say why is your fucking money so fucking weird like, <laughs> It's like fucking like like candy wrappers. It's like if I opened a Laffy Taffy, that wrapper would be five dollars Canadian. Yeah, what, what is, it's not. It's not real money. Get out of here. Anyway,
0: yeah, um, Julian. Julian, these are all the arguments that the man pushed against the wall. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> to address,
1: okay, so. Run over to begin like the the uh, I mean we're we're still talking about them stealing the mailboxes. Do you guys know how fucking ridiculous that sounds? Like first of all, like if if that is their grand strategy to prevent people from mailing in their Joe Biden ballot ballot was to steal all the the blue mailboxes on the corner. Like that's a pretty shitty plan because yo I mailed in my ballot. There's a mailbox like in my building. And if you don't live in an apartment building, there's a mailbox at the end of your driveway. Like there's really like rare scenarios where you don't have your own fucking mailbox anyway. And if they did move the mailbox that's on the corner of your street, you can't, you just gave up. That's it. Like that, that's it's, it's the lamest conspiracy theory ever. At least like the whole, like uh the, the Venezuelans in or conspiring with dominion voting machine at least there's some excitement and intrigue to that like oh because people are too dumb to find another mailbox like that, that it's just it's just it's it's a dumb conspiracy theory the u.s postal service processes more mail on an average day than like all the mail-in ballots combined like the whole they're, they're oh, the, the, the the u.s postal service is rigging the election that is just as goddamn silly as is the shit trump was saying
0: i disagree go Um, on yeah i mean i don't personally want to lean into you know the one example of like as you say a conspiracy theory of machines getting like taken or, or uh ballot boxes getting getting taken but i do think that it is not even close the accusations coming from each side and like details aside Wait, hold
1: on. Is the argument whether or not Donald Trump is more ridiculous? Because Uh, I will concede if that's the argument. Yes, of course.
0: Well, but Donald Trump is the right, though. Like everybody that speaks from the right during that time was speaking as representatives of Donald Trump.
1: And I make zero defense of their baseless voter fraud allegations.
0: Yes. But the only, but you're saying that. They are the same. You said that in the episode. You're like they're just as bad as they are, but then you just said. No, I don't Trump- think I said
1: that they're e- equally bad. I think I said that they were also bad, or that they were bad too. Okay. And I, I I I I I stick with that. Like every single election, except for when when uh when Obama beat McCain and when Obama beat Kerry, every other election that I can remember in my fucking lifetime, the loser has been like. Oh, the the fucking Diabol ballot machines, or or the the president's brother is the governor of Florida, or Venezuelans hacked shit, or the Russians were involved. Every single election, no matter like whoever loses, fucking bitches and makes up stories about it. Except John McCain and Mitt Mitt Romney, they were just like, yeah, you got you guys, yeah, good good game.
0: You know how I know one side is full of shit and the other side isn't because only one side is sounding alarms about these issues not on an election year. What do you mean? Voter suppression. Democrats are constantly grassroots organizing around the issues that contribute to voter suppression. Because and, voter...
1: Uh, no, Republicans have been bitching about voter fraud forever, too.
0: No, there's a difference between Sorry, that's kind of a rude way to disagree. There, I believe, there is a difference between bitching about something and looking at a group of people across the entire nation that are actively putting money, sweat, and tears into combating something that 100% suppresses votes. Not to mention, not, not to mention,
1: I mean, based on what, if we go back to the Stacey Abrams example, they had more voter turnout in that election than ever before.
0: Okay. So the main, the main argument here basically is one side is is full of shit and the other side is not. That's my argument. And you're saying no. Or disagree. Yeah. Sure. You're saying no, both sides are full of shit, right? Yeah.
1: Tell me why,
0: tell me why Mitch McConnell refused to take up any election security bills i don't know because he doesn't fucking care because voter suppression that is real only suppresses democratic votes i like feel like two, that's
1: like, one of those things that sounds good but if i looked into it there's a lot more to
0: it look look into it and we'll circle back next week all right we should do that we should definitely be doing that <laughs>
1: I don't know. Like, how long are we gonna like carry on? Art like we're gonna be talking about like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. that's true.
0: That that is true. But I will say, I don't think you get to just hide behind that, Steve. No, no bullshit.
1: Like, you it'd be one thing if if the Democrat position was, hey man elections are fucked up, and we're consistently like elections are fucked up in this country, and then it'd be like. I don't know whether they're right or they're wrong, but at least they're consistent about it. But they're like, Oh, elections are fucked up in this country until they win one. And then a Republican's like, ah, elections are fucked up in this country. And they're like, how dare you? And this is dangerous for democracy for you to even question the integrity of our elections. It's like, well, well now hold on. Which is it? That's all I'm saying. Which okay. is it?
0: I, I, Understand where you're coming from with that sentiment. However, I do not think those are the words that the Democrats respond with.
1: Those are literally the, wor- those were the words that, that Hillary Clinton said when she was asked in the debate against Trump in 2016 if he doesn't accept the re- – oh, this is this is a danger to democracy. I've heard a danger to democracy from multiple times, from multiple people in the media and elected officials talking about when, when Republicans are talking about voter fraud, how it's dangerous to democracy. OK, but- one, I agree with the sentiment it is. But it's also like, well, hold on. You guys just said the fucking Russians stole the election.
0: But as we talked about last week, the stuff that we're talking about outside of the very, very real interference by Russia. I'm not going to say Russia's the reason Hillary lost. I'm not saying that. You know, I don't believe that right i, I believe but in the a amount lot of, of
1: people do a lot of people do sure
0: but whatever this is just you and me steve all right okay all right. outside of that very real conversation of the shit that went down in 2016 the stuff that democrats are talking about and calling attention to is primarily shit that's happening like i said all the time like how hard it, and i we talked about this last week it, there is a barrier to entry to be registered to vote there's a lot of laws surrounding convicted felons and them ever being able to vote again ever like when i was phone banking for a candidate this election cycle there was a guy that i that picked up the phone and i was like hey you know voting is you know now and you need to make sure that you get it in by whatever time and stuff and like do you have a plan all that kind of stuff and he was like ah, i can't vote i'm like a convicted felon Turns out, and I got off the phone being like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Like, that really fucking sucks. I asked about it uh, and mentioned it to, to my supervisor after the fact. And they said, oh, man, that's kind. Of, that's a bummer that it went down like that because in their state, their laws are actually different. So there's, like, all of these different laws that are really convoluted and, like, all of this stuff leads to voter suppression that happens like across the board you know not just to people that would typically vote democrat to like everybody well then that's that's
1: that that was going to go into my other point anyway like i don't know whether convicted felons should be allowed to vote or not i i I, i'm sure there are good arguments on both sides of that but the point is it's like
0: they're, they're humans that like get doled out the same things that everybody gets to vote on that gets doled out if sure, and, they,
1: and they've also had due process and everything else. Like, Who we, says we,
0: because you fucking robbed a bank you shouldn't be able to vote on like every other thing that affects your life?
1: Okay, should they be allowed to own a gun?
0: Uh, well, I personally am not a fan of guns at all, so I don't think anybody really uh, needs a gun. But I would think that that's a very... I think if we're going to look at the Second Amendment as a fundamental right that everybody talks about, that all those cases should be taken very, very, very seriously. But whether or not they should have a gun is very low on the pole of what we're examining rights-wise for a person that's coming out of prison.
1: Well, I, I, again, I, I don't know whether they and, should or not. But the, and the- you're gonna
0: you're gonna love this argument, though. Let me just say this because I know it's going to be music to your ears. <laughs> Right. They're they're going to it doesn't matter really cuz they're going to get a gun anyway. <laughs>
1: right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to Republicans it doesn't matter cuz they're going to fucking vote anyway, but I don't know. No. Anyway. No. And not me. I'm not saying that. I'm
0: <laughs> Oh my god.
1: The point is, I don't know whether it, like reasonable people can debate about whether or not a convicted felon should retain the right to vote fine come down on either side of that you want but the fact is it's not the law is not convicted felons who are democrats aren't allowed to vote it's convicted felons so i don't don't understand how this is is oh the republicans are cheating because they're not letting murderers vote What? why are you saying all democrats are murderers
0: um i appreciate you pointing that out and the fact is that typically People who come out of, okay, I need to really watch my words here, obviously, because this is definitely something that is, it's a cause that's taken up by the Democratic Party often, right? But we don't really hear like the line of logic through it. And I feel very uncomfortable saying this as a white person, but I'm going to say it. Black people are incarcerated at a way higher rate. Black people are also overwhelmingly Democrat. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the long and short of it.
1: Well, I mean, I don't I, I, don't know what to tell you. I, I can't look at every court case and be like, well, this guy didn't actually murder the guy that they said he murdered. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm the not, law is saying.
0: Be. I'm not saying someone should have to be innocent to be able to vote, though.
1: Right. Well, I mean, the uh, the idea behind it is you're not just stripped of your right to vote arbitrarily you've gone through due process no, you know but, but, you, you you got your fifth amendment rights you got you got a trial you got legal representation that's also the reason they can they that they can bar a felon from owning a gun
0: no i, you have I a
1: constitutional right to own a gun unless you're a felon i'm that, saying that is legal because they had due process
0: i'm saying i think murderers should be allowed to vote yeah i don't know i don't see the connection at all between someone committing and a it, crime and their like right to vote
1: if it turned out that 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 uh murderers voted overwhelmingly republican would you still feel the same way because i've and i'm not saying this about you personally but i feel like that's the driving motivation behind a lot of like democratic proposals Is not because it's what's right it's because is what will most benefit them electorally they don't give a fuck about felons voting they give a fuck about felons voting for democrats that's what they I- give a fuck about
0: I disagree because I staunchly believe that Democrats are operating from a place of moral consciousness and Republicans are not. You're insane.
1: You're fucking insane. Why would you
0: think that? Listen, Steve. Listen, Steve. I understand what you're saying. Obviously, only a fool would say that they don't think political decisions are politically motivated. Okay, so like I agree with you on that, but when it comes to things that are just fundamentally an issue of moral right and wrong, I think Democrats are on the right side, like most of the time. I mean, in comparison to Republicans, I think they actually wind up really sucking a lot of the times too. But you un- you understand
1: somewhere there there is there is another podcast with a Republican making the exact same argument about Democrats. Everybody thinks that they're the hero in their own story.
0: No, no Republicans think. No one likes to be the bad guy, but we gotta do it. And then they fucking come in because we gotta restore law and order and a balanced budget and all that shit. And they hide behind that for their callous decisions.
1: Well, that I mean that's a, that's a an a, I guess a, an opinion that you've made by like searching deep into the soul of people you've never met. I'm sure that some people are making bad faith arguments. I'm sure a lot of people are making bad faith arguments. But I'm sure a lot of them aren't. I'm sure a lot of them believe it. So I'm sure there are a lot of Democrats that truly believe that felons should be able to vote regardless of whether it would help Democrats electorally or not. I do. Well, yeah. Th- this ties into another disagreement. You want to get to the next one? Yes. This one from uh, this is not the first time that Addie has written in. This is from Addie Bresler. Uh, and she titles her disagreement. Steve's wrong. A little, <laughs> but a little right. <laughs> okay all right yeah. and she says hey guys while i agree with steve that we have free and fair elections i think some of your arguments are flawed also you're a bit you're a bit hard on fauci so i'll address this first so she doesn't do bullet points but she does do numerical indentations which i like <laughs> She says, in regard to fauci and masks it's important to remember that COVID 19 is a novel virus Therefore, new information about the, the virus, its transmissibility, and outcomes was coming out daily. It takes time for science to catch up. Initially, it wasn't understood how effective ma- effective masks, masks were in a general public setting, and that combined with the PPE shortage made it necessary to prioritize masks for healthcare workers and others in close quarters with known ill individuals. While it was known that they were helpful, it was not known how helpful. When the science caught up, they changed course. This is not a lie; it is an updated position informed by new information. That's how the scientific method works. So, she goes on, but I do, uh, I do want to inter- introduce uh, another disagree mail to disagree with the disagree mail. <laughs> so this one comes from a good friend of ours, um, and he or she did not uh, say one way or the other whether we could read this. Online or not, so I'm just going to say it's anonymous. But uh this comes from a, a mutual friend of ours, and they say uh you were right about Fauci on the podcast. You just can't search lie. 100 with you that it's political. It's real, but being manipulated at the same time. I don't understand how people can't see that. When as soon as Biden is sworn in, lockdowns are lifted. And and and, and then he says, and it's like people think you're a Nazi if you say that. And then i already revealed that it's a male by saying he but either way sends a <laughs> <laughs> sends a link to a uh, a usa today article that came out uh let me see what the date on this is uh february 19th 2020 top disease official risk of coronavirus in usa it god damn it fucking pop-up jumped up
0: <laughs> stop watching risk-
1: risk of coronavirus is minuscule skip mask and wash hands and it's this long article basically saying what i was saying last week about how they were saying ah masks don't work which is what addie's saying in her email and i agree
0: sorry sorry can i when did fauci say that
1: when did fauci say that i'm not sure
0: because i feel like he said that when it hadn't even like really hit the u.s yet
1: well, first of all, it's not about Fauci specifically. You could just say public health officials as, as a stand, in. it doesn't matter who it was. You know what I mean? But um, to Addie's point, she's saying, "Well, as new information came in, they they changed their stance, and that's how science works." One hundred percent agree, Addie. That is how science work. Science works. However, I'm not sure that that's actually what happened. So, I mean, if we we go back to what we talked about last week, Fauci is not saying in that quote I read last week from the New York Times, he's not saying, oh, we learned more about the disease and decided that masks actually were a really good idea. He's saying they knew masks were a good idea at the time, but they were worried about uh, a a rush on the mask supply. So they basically lied about its importance. That is not the scientific method. Right. Yeah, Um, I mean...
0: Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Ah, right, go on. I was just going to go to her next paragraph, but comment. Um,
0: yeah, well it is it's if it's on the same topic, I can just wait.
1: Uh no, she actually goes on to the voter suppression thing.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Well, uh okay, then yes. I will I will a week out I definitely I actually literally just said this to my roommate today. I was like It seems like now that biden is in office you know all these lockdowns are being lifted and like people are allowed to eat outside again and like none of this makes sense and like it it is really impossible to deny the correlation i want i i absolutely like have to recognize that for sure and it it's truly weird, right? baffles, well it truly baffles me because like i don't really see what they gain at all from doing it like this because like before before I understand, you know, when they said that, it was like, hey, we're all banding together against Trump. And, you know, I get what sucks now is that it That's seems it right like there. It, was, it was like rhetoric before, apparently, because mm-hmm. the fact that they're doing this. Also, Cuomo is like pushing mm-hmm. to have people to have like dining again and stuff. And he's going <laughs> against experts
1: i'm glad you brought up cuomo isn't it isn't it amazing how all of a sudden the media is taking a renewed interest in cuomo now that he's not now that he doesn't stand as a foil against trump isn't that fucking amazing if you go back and listen to our episode about from the dnc where I, i go on a fucking rant shitting on cuomo talking about him putting fucking old people in nursing homes now now the media is finally covering this it's amazing
0: yeah, well, at the time, I do have to say, I was definitely on the like being really impressed and feeling like a sense of leadership from him with his daily briefings and all this stuff. And I feel quite betrayed, you mm-hmm. know, like naively betrayed now by all of our leaders. I mean, I all I already did. Welcome but-
1: aboard. Yeah,
0: sure, but it's but it's like uh, because here here's the thing. My opinion is everybody should be staying home still everybody should have been staying home through this entire pandemic if we did that the whole landscape would be entirely different i understand that you have to address businesses and everything that also should have gone over better our leaders have entirely failed us every fucking step of the way there's <clears> like <throat> no way around that and so the fact that i i mean i just have to say the pandemic is so bad right now still like just this week i've had two friends like friends friends People that mm-hmm. I can say are like my friends, you know? Um, I should say one is one is an acquaintance, one is like a friend. <laughs> no,
1: but we um, don't need to quibble. We don't need to split it. Yeah, hairs. yeah any,
0: anyways, anyways, they've 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 posted one one person's aunt has died and they had no other conditions and they were young. Another person's aunt and uncle died within the same week. Jesus. Also, also young, also no underlying conditions. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to see it get closer and closer to you like that, even though that shouldn't be necessary to understand the weight of it all, it is like, and this is both in L.A., all three of these folks passed away in L.A., they can't even find a funeral to bury their aunt because they're all completely filled. Mm hmm. L.A. lifted their air standards because they need to cremate so many bodies. Remember I telling me today. That is some yeah.
1: morbid shit. Yeah, it,
0: it is. And so the fact that California is lifting the stay-at-home orders and San Diego is allowing outdoor dining, it is so mind-blowing. It is like I've never felt more like a fucking pawn by the Democratic Party than right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. it's 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 fucking crazy, and i don't know what the correct covid policy should be i don't think anybody really fucking knows You, you know but it's just
0: stay home it's killing people stay home until you have the vaccine that's it
1: well well that makes sense if it was like that movie with matt damon where the pandemic was killing one out of every four people that got infected you know what well, I mean?
0: I don't want to take us down this lane. Sorry. I, you were on the uh, roll saying something.
1: But I mean, you, you, you can't, they're, they you have to draw a line somewhere and it can't just be like, oh, well, people are dying. We have to shut down the entire world. You know what I mean? And that, at some point, at some point that does make sense. Right. You know what I mean? If, 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 if like, if it was in the, the, the virus in that movie with Matt Damon that was killing one out of every four people and is super contagious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case with COVID or not. I don't know if that makes sense. It might, but I mean these are these are these are serious like policy issues that, that serious people need to weigh and 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 make decisions based on. Yeah. And, well, but they're they're not doing it like it's not in good faith, I guess. Right.
0: Right. Well, I mean like I feel, you know, I'm I'm definitely probably in a different part of the spectrum, just like based off of what you said in terms of when that super strict order should be lifted, you know, to start, try to save the economy. But I do believe there are more ways than one to save the economy. And this is an unprecedented emergency that only happens, you know, once a century. But...
1: Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was about yeah. to say, it's not unprecedented at all. This happens throughout the course of human history. This is completely unprecedented. But yeah, yeah that, that but almost not, every not, hundred years, for sure.
0: Right. Like, not in any way that actual usable information and protocol can actually be passed down or anything. Especially... Not like that would even matter because it's an economy from hundred years ago versus now, but right. but like, but I do completely agree with you on the fact that it should not be arbitrary, and the fact that it is all happening the week Biden is inaugurated, basically,
1: Crazy. it is like
0: fuck you guys. You knew that if you you're trying to save your own economies because you're getting pressure. I mean, this is like the the emotionally uncharged way, I guess, if I could pivot really quick. They're, they're trying to save their economies because they have pressure they have economic pressure the very start of your term is like the best time to do something that's politically disadvantageous to you especially when you assume the pandemic is going to be handled this year knock on fucking wood and then it will be a thing of long past in people's memories when it comes time for them to get reelected again into whatever position they're going into. but right before the election they stuck to their guns because they created this whole whole rhetoric around mm-hmm. like being anti-Trump means being pro-pandemic safety mm-hmm. which is where i feel so played because it's like you know no like pro-pandemic safety is what you believe because you just like believe and act in that honor you know yeah. because that's what's right and so the,
1: the, the pandemic the the COVID doesn't care about your politics like so it's either it's either i don't know there there, there are there are, there are policies that you need to weigh and balance you can't lock everything down forever regardless unless it was literally a zombie apocalypse but maybe you can't fucking have everything 100% open either but it needs to, it back to the science this shit needs to be determined by science and when the science changes sure update the recommendations but do you have any faith at this point that their actual recommendations are based on science first and Absolutely. foremost
0: Absolutely Really Yes yes more or less yes then why do the, why are they opening everything up now? Because I think that's I I think that's stupid, and I don't think that they're none of them are claiming that that's what experts are saying to do.
1: Mm. Maybe not. No,
0: in fact, all the the head the headlines I'm seeing against Cuomo is that he's going directly against his own experts oh,
1: yeah. right now. <laughs> that's because his own experts are calling him out for killing a bunch of old people in nursing homes, well, <laughs> like apparently. Apparently, it was like one of his guys that, like, the New York Department of Health, whatever, like, wrote the report saying. Apparently, the shit I was talking about on that episode six months ago about him putting old people in nursing homes. Apparently, yeah, I was fucking underplaying it because apparently, Coma had some little scheme that undercounted the amount of nursing home deaths by fifty percent.
0: Hmm. Fucking That's great.
1: yeah, you can't, you, you can't you can't believe anything so yeah trust the science but how do you trust who's giving you the science
0: well no i mean like even in this scenario i just said they're going against their experts so like they're they're not they're not coming out saying hey there's science behind us lifting the stay-at-home orders it was just like okay newsom's lifting the stay-at-home orders yeah and that was all
1: Yeah, I don't know what to think. It's all fucked up, though.
0: I I guess there's the argument to be made that now that, you know, like, the federal government is run by Democrats, you can have a little bit more faith in those sort of systems, being able to deliver, like, other areas of need and aid. So, like, I don't don't fucking know. I'm literally trying to wrap my head around any other explanation than they know that their economy is in shambles. They don't want their economy to be in shambles. And so they're going to do the thing that's going to help that. And now they can do it because trump's gone
1: yeah i mean i i think i think it's as simple as that uh, yeah
0: yeah just fucking uh, sucks is there any yeah. sorry is there any more of the email
1: oh yeah there's more um yeah and so then addy goes on to a second uh numerical indentation uh on voter suppression and then A. (laughs) Registration. Must be nice to live in a state where you can register to vote online. You can't do that in every state. In every state I've lived in, you do your registration at the DMV when you're getting your driver's license. You may be able to print forms off and mail them in, but who has a printer? You can go to the county clerk's office as well, but keep in mind that in some areas, there's literally only one clerk's office in the county seat. In rural areas, this may mean driving for an hour or more to get to the clerk's office, which may be a barrier for some. Additionally, the clerk's office, like the DMV, is only open during the day. That can be a barrier to people in poverty who can't take the time off at work to stand around at a DMV all day. So that's bullet point one. Um, To that, I'll say that that's a good point. When we were talking about it last week, I was just speaking from my perspective as a guy who's lived in California, Hawaii, and Georgia i don't i mean I, maybe in indiana or west virginia or fucking oregon or somewhere you can't register online and i don't have any problem with that like fucking let people register online <laughs> you uh, know yeah. so i was operating under the something that everybody could res everything should be as easy to vote as it is for me which is super <laughs> fucking easy So anybody who's living in California, that's, that's fucking whining and bitching about voters, voter suppression. Suck my ball sack. You're a bitch. Take five minutes, register online. It's easy. It's fucking easy. But I like to the States she's talking about, I can't speak on that. Again,
0: again, some people just like legitimately don't have access to internet. That's why there are bills in the, you know, state and congressional legislature to make it. So like internet access is, more available to everybody as like a fundamental right because of stuff like that exactly because of stuff like this
1: so it's a bad enough,
0: it's a bad enough problem that it's influencing policy
1: i mean that's fine and all but my point from last week still stands regardless of that is that they don't spring elections on us we know exactly when the next election is you have literally years to prepare for it and also like i understand and i get it the the way she's describing it in whatever state this is where like you can't register online and you live out in the fucking country or whatever and you gotta understand that when we first started this whole voting business like motherfuckers had to like ride their horse into town to do it like for Uh, god's sakes (laughs) it's, uh, it's not that hard but i mean i don't know i can't speak on the states that she's talking about if you should be you should be able to register to vote online i would agree with that Totally. But um, if you can register to vote online, quit crying, because <laughs> the shit is so easy to vote. It's so fucking at least in California and Hawaii and apparently Georgia. So,
0: I, I would just like to say, Steve, that you probably just described like the about us section for every grass moot grassroots movement on the progressive side. Uh, oh, Elsa. Which is, I just want it to be as easy as it is for me, Steve Shustik, a white male, an educated white male.
1: If I was a transgender Latino woman with a broken leg, though, and I lived in California, it would still be equally as easy for me to vote.
0: Probably not.
1: That's. In, that, I, I don't have. I'm not holding anybody's hand.
0: No, just statistically, the demographic that you just described. Well, for, me to even,
1: for me, even to exist would be a statistical unlikelihood because that is such a random. Uh... <laughs> what?
0: what? No, I'm saying if you look at if you look at the demographics that have more access issues to voting, it's people that are differently abled. It's people of color and it's queer people.
1: What is preventing a person of color in, in California from voting as easily as me?
0: It is just the intersection of socioeconomic data that I am talking about when I say that right now.
1: That's that's gibberish. I need I need an example. What, what if you're I, if I you're mean, a person of color in California? Why is it more difficult for you to vote than it is for me, white guy in California? I'm,
0: I'm saying statistically, access to things that enable that to be such an easy thing are not as present in certain communities as they are in others. I'm not saying that people of color can't register to vote. I'm saying I'm strictly saying. <laughs> I'm strictly saying the reasoning behind why these bills and these conversations are being brought up in lawmakers, you know, like offices and uh, sometimes on the floor. I can't tell you definitively uh, like what bills have been passed that address that successfully. And I would like to do research on that because I hope that they are. I, I don't really have a lot of confidence that they are point being though these are the arguments that are made for why it's not fair across the board and then when they say oh why is it fair why is it why is it not fair then you show them the data and the data shows that there are certain groups that have a harder time accessing just basic rights and it's because of a variety of factors but no of course i'm not trying to say black people and gay people and people that have a broken leg like can't vote <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm just speaking for California because I was not aware of the things that Addie's talking about. So I have no idea, fuck, idea what's going on in Pennsylvania. I, I have no idea. So maybe there, maybe there is something to it. Like baseline in 2021, you should be able to fucking register to vote online. And if there are states that aren't doing that, then they're fucking up. I agree. But I mean... I can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak on. So I, I think I agree with her, but I don't know. I'd have to look in more into it, but I'm just saying if, if your baseline is my experience in California and Hawaii and from every, I, I, I wasn't a, a voter when I lived in Georgia, I was too young. Um, but from everything I'm reading about voting in Georgia, it's super easy to register. You can do it online. They they got So the three States I've lived in has been super easy. So I think the standard across all 50 states, the baseline should be my experience. And if it's not, then they're fucking up. Then I agree with you, Addie.
0: All right. We continue.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Voter purges. If your registration is invalid and you don't correct it, or you are registered but just don't vote in multiple successive elections, you may be purged from the rolls. This means you have to re-register and again, if you don't find out about that until election day, you may not be able to vote or may have to vote by provisional ballot. Provisional ballots are not always counted. The rates of acceptance for them vary widely by state. I don't know if you say so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean,
0: I feel unfortunately, in the interest of time, we have to leave that probably.
1: OK, well, um, yeah, let's move on. But uh, Addie, we did get your disagreement and we do appreciate it. And uh, I think oh, I sorry, agree. Sorry, with...
0: sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I just meant on that one thing that you were doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. sorry,
1: sorry about that. Well, then fine. I will finish it, Addie. I stand corrected. Um, <laughs> she says, you're Jordan's right um, about mail in, and you're also right about Stacey Abrams. Um, and. She was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. And at this point, does that award even mean anything at this point? Jesus Christ. The 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 cult <laughs> the cult is strong. Her and Yasser Arafat can go parade around their fucking Nobel Peace Prizes. How about that? Anyway, uh moving <laughs> <Come> on. On. <laughs> Um Steve is right about uh, this is my favorite part because she says Steve is right. Um Steve is right about the Electoral College, though it is important to retain a voice and some power for less populous states. And if we go by popular vote only, the needs of rural communities, which are vastly different than the needs of cities, would be ignored completely. It should probably be updated a bit to encourage politicians to care about states other than Florida, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, and Michigan. My concern with a lot of the arguments around removal of the Electoral College is that I hear many of them make in regards to the Senate as well. Two Senators per state is a feature, not a bug. Well, we ha- uh, first of all, Addy i could fucking jerk off to that paragraph right there that is fucking all right <laughs> perfect that is absolutely right i'm so sick here and oh did you know that the state blah 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 they only represent two percent of the population but they have ten percent of the senators or whatever and it's like that's exactly like she said that is a feature not a bug that's why we have a bicameral legislature the, the fucking house is done by population and the senate is 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 equal and that is by design so um good on you addy that's no but nobody will fucking acknowledge or admit that so fucking props to you that is uh constitutionally accurate um while we have some bad actors in the senate the fundamental problem isn't the allocation of senators it is the quality of those senators oh preach preach yes (laughs) and uh she also goes on to say that uh jordan you got the so this is funny because she's going to say that you pronounced the word correctly, but in order for me to read what she said, I'm probably going to pronounce the word incorrectly. <laughs> so, Jordan, you got the pronunciation of consortium right.
0: <laughs> yes, I think consortium is what I said. I don't know. You I got said... it right, though. Whatever
1: you said was right, according to Addie. And uh, she,
0: she, she knows did. her
1: uh, She knows her constitution, so uh, I, I take her word on it.
0: Yes, that's that's funny. All right, that finishes up our disagree mail section. Everybody, thank you so much for contributing. Uh, Reminder, anybody can contribute. You don't have to be a patron. We'd love to just hear what you have to say. We'll talk about it and continue to argue about it, as you've seen here. You can hit us up on Twitter at the I Disagree Pod. You can either tweet us or direct message us on there, uh, or you can email us. That's going to be the I Disagree Podcast at gmail.com. All right, Steve. Are you ready to get to our main event?
1: Let's do it. I'm excited about this one, especially because we have such a wealth of knowledge and a, and a background on this topic. There we go. So <laughs> you're really listening to the experts on this one, guys. So buckle the fuck in.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. So you heard Steve. Uh, basically, this is just a massive story and it has forced everybody probably or a lot of people maybe uh, to actually give a damn and uh, learn about the stock market and how it functions. So that's going uh, to be what we're going to try to do here today and try to have some sort of like (laughs) moral discussion
1: uh, (laughs) on what's happened. So here's the thing. We try to be topical. We don't want to just pick some random uh, topic if there's a big story going on. And Obviously, the big story right now is what the hell's going on with GameStop and AMC and all that. And so we have to talk about it. Yeah. So we will. So
0: we okay. fucking will. Yes. We, again, really trying to, uh, this is a good week to start off the new year, new us research theme. Because, like, I, okay, I just, I've never taken a finance <laughs> class, I've never taken an econ class. All of this stuff is incredibly new to me. So forgive me in advance for talking like a freaking fool that doesn't know anything about this shit because I don't. But I believe that that should not prevent us from having opinions on things because we vote on these things or at least the people that vote on them. And we give our money to these companies also that are involved. Right. So like, here we go is all I'm saying. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay how, how should we start this should we start with maybe agreeing on a on a general you know idea of what's going on and to be fair this is just like a crazy crazy thing you know so i think there's a, there's an element of that in general so
1: yeah i will I, I will say this um nobody knows what they're fucking talking about and all of a sudden everybody on my facebook is a financial expert
0: yes i've and noticed it's driving that well.
1: me fucking cra- it's this happens every every few months when there's some big thing in the in in the fucking news all of a sudden overnight all of my friends become legal expert experts or epidemiologists or now they're financial gurus nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about
0: so yeah yeah i agree everybody's making inside yeah. jokes and shit um those people probably do kind of know what they're talking about they're like this is like the blah 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 and i'm just like fuck i know none of those things or the thing they that don't the they don't
1: either they don't either i i got i got friends on facebook that are giving stock advice right now that i know for a fact don't even have a checking account like oh my god
0: what? stop it <laughs> they don't have a checking account (laughs) oh my gosh okay so so here we go i feel like maybe yeah we should probably just kind of like have a general agreement on sort of what's happening um okay what
1: is your understanding
0: okay so my understanding is reddit we all know reddit okay Mm. right so they have this subreddit um and it is called wall street bets yep okay so Wall Street bets started with around, I think, 2 million followers it was. And over the last week, it is now at like 8.5 million followers. Because what happened was a hedge fund uh, or hedge funds. Was it one hedge fund? It was multiple hedge funds. One of them was Melvin, I remember. Um, Correct. Okay, so, so basically they did what they do. And they saw, you know, a company that was like, obviously not doing well, probably wasn't going to do well, probably was going to be outpaced because it's a GameStop is like a brick and mortar based store, right? Not really like doing a great job keeping up with the times properly. So they Mm -hmm. decide to to short stocks, right? Okay. So basically Mm -hmm. this is like betting on a stock declining like severely. Mm -hmm. So they come out publicly as they do say they're going to like short this okay and short these stocks is that the lingo and then (laughs) um and then buy sell dividends
1: oh sorry yes it's
0: a (laughs) It bears yes and so then this winds up having like a really significant effect on the value of the stock price because they have a lot of like power right so that alone uh contributes to other people also just doing it on their own and so the price of the stock goes down a lot reddit and the subreddit decides to do what they do and troll and (laughs) artificially inflate the price of the stock by just getting everybody to buy 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 and it just skyrockets the value of this stock it's helped by things like elon musk apparently tweeting <laughs> about it on twitter and, Mark and then, human too. yeah and then apparently when they did that there's another company uh oh wait no this might have been with something else either way i was just listening to a podcast talking about elon musk um in his his like twitter roles but anyways so so now it's like a war basically kind of between like the hedge funds uh that were banking on the stock price staying low and then reddit trolling so the stock price goes up the hedge funds lose out and now they're like fucked basically they're so fucked to the point where they're apparently like getting bought out by other investors so apparently they're needing to get like up to 20 percent of their oh my god sorry my dog one second (laughs)
1: She said, buy, sell.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Sorry about that. So then, this is, this is, this is, uh, they're just, they're, it's, it's, ve- they're, they're at the point where they're like liquidating. Again, I forgive my words because I'm sure, or, or I apologize for my words. I, I know they're not right, but like they have to liquidate their long term assets and uh, like stocks to try to make up for this fiasco that's happening with this with this stuff so it's just like causing a complete nightmare and so reddit and i should i should stop there i should stop there and let you stop
1: (laughs) well i I think you i think you you, you're i mean again neither one of us know what we're talking about so we we were considering calling this segment idiot explains to idiot (laughs) we don't know I, i think you got the gist of it um I feel like I learned a lot this week uh, about like the mechanics of what a short sell. Like, do you understand w- how a short selling works?
0: Uh, the only thing I really understand is that basically somebody is uh, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. So they're banking on the stock value going down. So they're like, they like borrow a stock Mm-hmm. sell it high and then buy it low basically
1: exactly so the, the my understanding and again everything we're saying might be completely wrong
0: i think we're doing okay i think we're actually think doing okay we're doing as well as
1: every other podcast i've listened to with a bunch of people that have no idea what the fuck's going on so everybody's just as confused as us but yes my understanding is if you want to short something you're basically borrowing a stock from somebody with the agreement that you will repay that stock at a certain set date. So I'll, I'll, I'll borrow a hundred shares of GameStock with, 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 uh, the promise that I have to return those shares in 90 days or whatever. Yeah. So I'll borrow the shares. I'll immediately sell them for the, the value that they're at today. And then I'll hope that they go down. So then when it comes time for me to like, to, to repay my, my loan, I just buy up the shares at the new super low price and give it back. And then I pocket the difference. Yes. And that's the way it works.
0: And apparently the only reason that's, that was explained so well, by the way, I just have to get it. It might might be wrong. No, 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 that's definitely right. Because so much shit just clicked in my brain from all of these like pieces of information I've been getting from various sources. Um, but yeah, that really put the bow on it. Um, but, but like the fees that wind up getting, charged in that transaction the amount of times that like you know lenders are getting that fee it makes it so that they always wind up coming out on top still pretty much like yeah
1: well that's just the case either way even without like shorting a stock there's a broker that gets a commission just for doing the exchange so that broker makes money whether the stock is up whether it goes down he just get he gets a, yes. a little a little taste just for facilitating the transaction yes totally so a lot of people are talking about this is really sticking it to wall street and i'm not so sure that that's the case i think it's sticking it to certain hedge funds who placed bad bets on GameStop, which really weren't bad bets right
0: right that's a thing like but that's but that's the question that's where we get into like stuff that maybe you and i can disagree on really is is like can you call it a bad bet if some trolls fucking randomly came in and decided to to fuck with it because it's not at all the case that the actual value of the company is reflected by this number at this point
1: right but then again the 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 the, the counter to that would be the value of a company is whatever you are willing to pay for it so if people are willing to pay three hundred dollars a share for gamestop then gamestop is worth three hundred dollars a share yeah <laughs> regardless of what their are they're they're, they're books look like you know what I mean
0: and then I just want to make the the disclaimer nothing that I say like is indicative of any viewpoint one way or the other I'm like exploring this as a brand new brain right now but 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 I would just say just to sort of like devil's advocate what you just said but future decisions of the board of a company you know are made and based off of that number and how that number is like climbing or falling or whatever as well or like everybody makes decisions based off of that number that number is i think supposed to mean something i don't know if i necessarily like i know the direct consequence of that would be well then oh and then here's the other thing we didn't talk about robin hood doing something like coming in and saying you know Mm -hmm. you can't buy you can only sell and effectively like try to drive the price down Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not saying that should happen either you know but it is I got
1: some comments
0: on that. Okay, okay, <laughs> go, go, go.
1: Well, I don't know the legality of it and maybe their terms and conditions say that they're allowed to do this and maybe it's completely fine. I have no idea one or the other, but I do know it's shady as fuck even if it is. Completely legal because I'll tell you my own personal experience. I do play in the stock market. I don't play any of these these silly games though. I'm not like fucking oh I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it in the morning and sell it in the afternoon for a pro No, I'm fucking buying and holding. You know what I'm saying? Buy and hold, buy and hold. I buy the, the, the same dollar amount of stocks every payday. I pick stocks that pay a dividend so I can have passive income, and I'm just stacking and stacking and stacking. I don't play these 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 fucking short games or day trading or any of that bullshit. So this this shit's popping off with AMC and uh GameStop and I'm like ah, all right I'll play a little bit you know what I mean so I invest $100 in AMC mm-hmm. but I know that this is a foolish game I know that this is not like by any uh normal definition a shrewd investment so I'm like okay I'm going to buy $100 but I'm going to set a, I'm going to put a limit sell on it so that um if the stock falls down to to 50% of the value I bought it at, it'll trigger an automatic sell, right?
0: Ah, no, oh, well, isn't that nice?
1: So I'm like, okay, all I can possibly lose is fifty dollars on this hundred dollar bet. If it if it when when this shit inevitably inevitably does crash, eh, I'm out fifty bucks, or it might blow up and I'm up five hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So I put I put that limit sell on it. So it'll trigger an automatic sell if it falls to a certain value. Stocks going up, stocks going up. Robinhood puts their little stupid no uh, no sell thing on it, and obviously the stock, nobody can sell now, or nobody can buy now, so only people can sell. So obviously the price is going down, down, down. It triggers the automatic sell, so I sell all my shares automatically. Wow. And then Robert, Robinhood lifts the thing. And then the share price goes back up, and I'm like, "You motherfuckers! The only reason it triggered the sell is because you guys manipulated the
0: the the, the,
1: the, the, the mechanics of the whole fucking thing, you cocksuckers."
0: Right. Well, and this brings up an interesting point. So I'm because, fifty
1: bucks, Jordan.
0: Yes. No. I'm sorry. That does suck, but <laughs> but I but I have heard this response to that sort of anecdote, uh, which is basically that was all written out in the terms and conditions
1: right which is again i might not have a legal case against them but I, I still see what you did
0: no yeah oh totally i only say that to not to say like you're full you should have read them, but i mean <laughs> like probably it's always a good idea too especially if you're playing with like a lot of money or something right, but-, but that's
1: why i don't play those games like, you see people like putting their entire like paycheck or putting like GameStop shares on credit cards they're just like fuck it fuck it i'm going all in it's like You are playing with fire, son, and you have no idea what you're doing.
0: Right. And then that's like, that's kind of what it became was just a total Vegas crapshoot over Mm -hmm. that period. And so then like Robin Hood, I'm getting all these inbox messages from them saying, you know, due to the volatility of the market, due to the volatility of the market. And so it's like, it is interesting to think I've heard. So in general, I think all of this stuff is just like, oh, uh you know rich person's game that is just made up it's literally just playing with money inherently it's just kind of absurd and because of that like you know the I reddit, agree yeah the this, reddit this, trolling, this
1: shit is yeah
0: the reddit trolling doesn't bother me unless that winds up really fucking over like like middle class people Which
1: it very well could. Nobody has any idea of the ramifications of this long term.
0: So I've heard different things though. I've heard some people say it's really just affecting hedge fund bros, and then I've heard other people say, no, it's very normal people that you know make up that hedge fund and like the money that they're working with and everything. So it it winds up affecting them. But then I also hear like, you know, that's not that's not a legitimate argument to make. But I don't know. I don't know enough. This is where I definitely don't know enough about it to have. Well,
1: I I think it depends on like you know if if your four hundred one k or your retirement plan is super heavily invested in hedge funds. I guess it'd be, but I mean I can only speak from my own like personal experience. Like I said, I made a, a tiny little wager on the AMC thing just to just, just to play ball, you know, and that took a fucking dump. But yeah, everything everything else in my p- portfolio is. Cruising along, it doesn't seem to have <laughs> affected the rest of the stock market. It just seems to be appearing to be fucking hedge fund people, which yeah. And again, people are making all oh, these hedge when they are like they're fucking villains and robber barons. I don't know one way or the other. I just know there's some guys that lost a bet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough,
1: you lost the bet, but at, but what people aren't taking into account is, at the end of the day, I do know enough to to say this pretty definitively. At the end of the day, somebody is going to get left holding the bag. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like all these people are like, oh my god, I bought, I bought ten thousand, or I bought a thousand shares of of GameStop, and now it's worth ten thousand dollars. It's not worth ten thousand dollars. Well, it is, but a stock has no value to you until you sell it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it's just a piece of paper. It's just something something on a screen. Yeah. Like people people say, oh, uh, what's his name? Elon Musk is worth a trillion dollars. Well he's got a lot of shares of Amazon. If he sells those shares then yes he's worth a trillion dollars. You know what I mean? But if the if the if the share price of Amazon plummets, so does he. Same 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 thing applies here. So at the end of the day the only way to actually cash in that money is to sh- sell all your shares at GameStop. And when everybody starts doing that, the price is going to go back down. And at at the end of the line there's going to be somebody holding the fucking bag that fucking that it's taking a dump on, and that person is probably not going to be a Wall Street player. It's probably going to be some guy at home on his cell phone, like me. But that's also an idiot that invested thousand dollars, thousands of dollars in a fucking company that sells physical games in the age of downloadable games. Yeah. So I mean, you're, you're fucking playing with fire. Everybody's playing with fire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, like when they announced the PS Five is going to be more virtual than it is like a hardware or like it won't be a hardware at all really is that what's happening
1: well i mean i i got a switch and i haven't bought a single physical game for it yeah you know it's all downloaded from the nintendo online store
0: yeah yeah so i hear i hear (laughs) that now it's like the real well okay the real question now is did Robinhood collude with those hedge funds and it's been reported you know that like yes they 100 did and so then there's all these petitions and everything uh saying that this collusion is you know really really fucked up and needs to be like admonished mm-hmm. and legislated against because yeah because basically it it yeah fucked with the free the free market
1: mm-hmm. the the counter argument to that and I'm not taking a side here because I don't fucking know. But the counter argument, the the defense of Robin actions, is that you know they're not dealing with you know big Wall Street firms. It's it's retail traders like you and me, people on their cell phone buying a stock of Disney here, a stock of Amazon there, whatever you know. And so you have a whole bunch of people that really aren't savvy investors that are putting a whole bunch of money into something that is really not a good investment. And like I said, at the end of the day. This shit is gonna burn somebody. Some of those people on Reddit that are so proud of themselves right now are gonna lose a lot of fucking money when the price of GameStop inevitably plummets. So the the defense of Robinhood is is that they're like they're you know they're hedging their bets against that. Like they don't want they don't want to feel the backlash within three weeks when this shit fucking plummets and all the people that put thousand all their fucking paychecks into GameStop lose a bunch of money they don't want to be held responsible for that either. Like, Hey, Hey, yo, we didn't tell you to do this crazy ass fucking pyramid scheme, Right.
0: Right. Well, I think that's where people can really get hurt. And that's where the question I think becomes very legitimate is if there should be laws that make it so that this sort of thing can't just happen to protect the other people, you know, that aren't trolls and are just trying to like engage with the market as a person that believes that value has meaning kind of but right. but i i don't know i don't i i really i really don't know i i need to know a lot more about the stock market as a whole yeah. to like say what my opinion is on it but at first glance yes i do think hedge funds i'm not going to feel sympathy for them really what i'm going to feel sympathy for is the places where you know middle class people are getting the most fucked over in this scenario. Yeah. I, I it seems like it would be the people that jump in on this mad dash and then it just falls but
1: yeah yeah uh, the the people that got in at the beginning and then sell early are gonna do great
0: yes however the reason it's falling now is like because of robinhood mm-hmm. and so it's kind of a thing where it's like well this whole reddit troll situation made for the scenario where people could just you know, kind of recklessly come in and put a bunch of money in and then Robin hood and the hedge fund collusion made it. So they all lose it. So, but I do think like Robin hood and hedge funds have way more of a sort of impact and responsibility than like a subreddit does.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't have any sympathy for the hedge funds, but I also, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at them either. You know, that's like me being mad at a guy that, that lost at the crabs table. No, well, you played, you lost, whatever. You know, like I have no sympathy or or condemnation. You know, I'm just like you lost, fucker.
0: Exactly, I feel the same. I do not feel bad for Robin Hood. I do not feel bad for hedge funds. Um, and I and I think that it's just a really interesting question: how much you need to regulate stuff to protect regular people?
1: Yeah, that's where I don't know. I mean, my instinct would be like stay the fuck out of it you know people people are responsible for their own decisions like if if you do decide to put your whole paycheck into gamestop because you saw a reddit thread and then three weeks from now that shit crashes and you lost all your savings well no one made you do that i didn't do that i put i just put a little i just put a little taste in just to play you know i didn't put my whole fucking paycheck in why did you i -hmm. don't know I don't know i i don't I, I don't know what you're supposed to do about this because it's complicated
0: yeah yeah i it's- hate i hate
1: all this shit i hate fucking like uh, like the stock market makes perfect sense to me as like a long-term investment strategy like diversifying your portfolio buying and holding getting dividends but as far as this this all like trying to flip it real quick shit like i don't i don't think that's like the the way the game was intended to be
0: played and i oh, feel yeah, like exactly the whole thing is just like a sketchy ass thing yeah. so it's like it's like hey okay that is where i 100 am like especially against hedge funds is oh so boo fucking who some regular ass people organized their buying power that is very specific to mm. themselves as an individual. Boohoo, they got together and did some shit. But then you have a whole group of hedge funds that are able to come together all the time in short stocks and just literally decide, hey, basically, we're deciding the fate of this company. Sure, it's like supposed to be based on, you know, trends or whatever in their business. But like the fact that they're able to just do that whenever they want and then kind of just be like, sorry about it.
1: I don't think that's exactly how it works though. I mean, again, I could be wrong because we don't know what we're talking about, but I mean, I don't think every short sale results in a profit. I feel like they lose a lot of bets too, but this particular bet, because, because the thing about it is like, if you or I invest a thousand dollars in a company and that company goes bankrupt and the stock price falls to zero, we lost a thousand dollars. We can't yeah. lose a thousand and one dollars though. you know what mm-hmm. I mean we can only lose the thousand. but like with a short sale, they could conceivably lose infinite amount of money on it because you know, I don't know you, you, you buy it for 30 and hope it goes down to 15, but instead it shoots up to a zillion. You are obligated to buy a, a, that stock at a zillion dollars and give it back to them you know what i mean you could lose way more money than you invest so i mean i'm sure they get burned a lot too yeah it's not just like it's not just win after win after win after win they're gambling just like everybody else
0: yeah but they are gambling with like a wealth of knowledge and connections behind them and like insider trading is related to hedge funds and and shit like that all the time i imagine all the time i I imagine (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although um, i'll say fuck insider trading i don't have any problem with it. why is insider trading illegal so if you know because, some information you're not allowed to act on it you're well, just yeah, supposed
0: be- to pretend like you don't know because you have privileged information
1: yeah but i mean if you got the information and you know the shit's going to take a dump you're just supposed to hold on to it just to be a good egg
0: absolutely because if you're martha stewart and the only reason that's what i you, was gonna bring up yeah yeah the only reason you know is because you're fucking martha stewart then that's like well that's not fair it's yeah. supposed to be a free market
1: yeah i'm, I'm saying and a free market would use all available information
0: yeah yeah i mean i don't know though when you think of like the example you gave of hedge funds losing money because they're gambling too hedge funds are pretty much never going to fail really compared to like, you know, an individual and when they fuck up I or, we- the
1: case. I mean, we don't hear about the, the hedge fund firms that fucking flop and fall on their ass. We only hear about the, the ones that are successful. Well, if let's if, talk if talk about
0: every like single Melvin. hedge
1: fund was successful, then everybody would start a hedge fund.
0: Sure. But I'm talking about like, like Melvin is a huge hedge fund that's been around for a while. Right. So talking about like that versus an individual, you know, an individual like the ones that were on Reddit, for example, Mm -hmm. if someone loses out in that transaction, the impact of a hedge fund losing out, you know, when a stock flew up or something at the time, they're supposed to, whatever it's called. I forget. I don't what What is it called when you like make good on your short stocks?
1: (laughs) I don't know, but there's a bunch of terms that get thrown around. There's puts, there's calls, i don't know what any of this shit means you ever heard yeah. of a put?
0: nope never heard of a put. i've heard of a, a put.
1: put is a thing. <laughs> but that's golf <laughs> they call them puts they call them options they got calls i don't know what any of this shit means
0: i have no idea uh but but then yeah so like if a regular person you know winds up having stock and then so hedge funds and they are gonna like short their stocks, and then it goes down, then that like fucks over. I, I, this is all based off of the idea I'm conceiving of this correctly.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't think we need <laughs> to qualify anymore. You guys, you guys get it. We don't know what we're fucking talking about. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Okay, for- but
0: we tried. Can we at least give ourselves <laughs> that credit this week? We tried no, hard. We tried really, we've really hard. We've tried harder than we've ever tried. <laughs> to know what the fuck we're talking about oh my god okay well it's been a long episode we should probably uh wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up okay well that's it everybody thanks
1: thank you (laughs) uh if you want actually if you want to if if you really want a long-term stable investment that is not gonna uh bite you in the ass I would recommend contributing to uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah, get in there at three, get in there at five, whatever. You know what I mean? It's, it's bound to pay off in the long run.
0: Love it. Couldn't have a better sign off of and for patrons. We will see you this week on Saturday for our meet and greet. All right, Steve, have a great night.
1: You too. Pisky whiskey.